Hi, I'm Dave. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is the Cinema, the podcast where we used to walk home from the movies and then the movies stopped. And now we are in our kitchen making popcorn. Yeah. About to watch Artemis Fowl, the movie everyone's been waiting for. Yeah, well, I'm sure some people have been. This has got a huge, it's a hugely popular children's book, isn't it? I know. I'm like legitimately like this is a blockbuster in the streaming age. Yeah, it kind in the in the, in the de- lockdown streaming age, it I kind mean. of is. But coming straight to Disney Plus, yeah, uh, instead of straight to cinemas. Mm-hmm. Um, Though was it supposed to be for cinemas, or was it always a Disney Plus? Don't know. Thank Haven't you for highlighting the lack of research on this podcast. <laughs> so we've got something to Google uh, between now and us watching this movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about this thing. It's a book. It's a book by an Irish author. I know Owen Colfer. And uh, a series of books probably yeah. and, uh, and it's got Colin Farrell in it so it I'm does. down and Judy Dench directed by Kenneth Branagh so big names attached to this and Kenneth it- Branagh is an interesting director in that he made the first horror movie which we both really liked then he made the Cinderella live uh, live action which I didn't see but nor do I care to see and didn't get any particularly good reviews and then he made Murder on the Orient Express, which again I didn't see, but I trust my mother when she says it was one of the worst movies she'd seen that year. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> so you're just trashing the man's work based on having seen none of his movies? Except Thor, which I really liked. Okay, so yeah. right, that seems like a really solid foundation for an I argument think so there. Too. Good work. Um, this is the kind of research we do in the cinema. I was going to see if we could watch this with Oscar which might be fun he's our friend who doesn't know our toddler uh, but uh, it's got a 12 plus on it so I'm expecting some serious 12s action <laughs> I mean maybe we'll get a cuss word maybe, maybe we'll get a cuss word maybe a mild peril oh no mild peril you can get into uh, a PG very maybe easy. This, this, some, we're talking serious peril maybe some like romance. someone oh, I hope not that's 15s plus <laughs> yeah that's true any, any, any whiff of um, sex should be just cut out of any any movie, uh, but violence is okay. Yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, all right, I don't know what else to talk about. What do you, uh, we don't we don't know anything about this. We're gonna turn it on and see what it's about. We're is gonna it, eat popcorn. I think he's a thief. Is he? Honestly, the, I have zero picture, clue. So let's not. I speculate. looked at the poster and he's got where he's like dressed in the, as a, like a man in black. Let's not speculate. He's like an alien thief. Great. He Sounds th- like an awful. Thieves aliens. I hope he's not an Sounds alien. Sounds like um, speculation. <laughs> I hope there's loads of Colin Farrell. This part of the podcast doesn't really work when we don't know what we're talking about. It doesn't work when we don't know what we're talking about and we're not walking anywhere. No. No. But soon, hopefully. So thanks for listening, yeah, everyone. Soon, right. hopefully, we'll be walking to a cinema near why, you. Why don't we go watch this movie yeah. and uh, we encourage you all to watch it as well, so yes. that we can all have a nice old natter. Yeah. On the other side. Okay. Bye. Bye. We want to know everything about the man you work for. The man? Oh, oh no. This isn't about the father. This is about the son, Artemis Fowl. You've grown strong, son. And smarter than I ever imagined. Then take me with you. You're all I have now, Artie. There's just one very important thing I have to do. Authorities launched a worldwide manhunt for the famous collector. He is suspected to have been behind some of the biggest robberies ever. Dad. Hello? Your family has taken something of great value from us. Return it to me or I will destroy everything you love. You weren't supposed to see this yet. 
Your father is in a complicated profession. For years, he has protected powerful secrets that have kept mankind safe from the dangers of another world. It's time to face your destiny. Now look around, this is what they call greatness. Hi, we're back. Okay, so, um, you know, sometimes, you, if you listen to this podcast a lot, you know that you know, sometimes if we're streaming something, it gets late and we'll often break the rule of our podcast, which is record before the cinema and after the cinema immediate thoughts and you know we'll record it the next day when we finish the movie or something but this is the longest I think this is the longest time period between it before the movie movie. I can't I'm being honest (laughs) it's been over a month I can't remember Dave's (laughs) insisting we record this it's over a month but it's not a month since we finished it it's a month since we started watching it and then henceforth and we finished it like we watched it in 10 minute increments because it's so unwatchable that 10 minutes of this movie is like 10 hours it's not even that long a movie such a slog and it's only like 89 minutes or something (laughs) it's like so short Kenneth Branagh what what have you done with your life? What? What are you doing? The hell was yeah. that? What was that? How can have that be from the same person that made Thor? And like we or, like fantasy, right? And we're Irish. Like Yeah. We're the prime audience for this movie. And we really like kids' movies. I would not show this movie to a child. No, nobody should be nobody should have to view. Not this. because it's unsuitable, but because it makes no sense. Because it would be mean to show this to anybody. Really, it would be, it lousy. Would be a punishment. I yeah. might we should actually consider showing this to our children as, as a punishment for misdeeds. <laughs> I said <laughs> you put that down, Oscar. Oh, we'll be watching Artemis Fowl tonight. <laughs> and it's funny because before I watched it, like Jackson, my sister, like who's got older kids than us. And they live in Scotland. I was like, "Oh, this be lovely! Like they can watch Artemis Fowl, like set in Ireland, to be really nice for them." It's like, no, no, abort. <laughs> no abort, abort. Do not. <laughs> it's not in any way actually set in Ireland. It's well, a it is. It, joke. It's nominally. I mean, yeah. Set in Ireland, in that they tell you that they're in Ireland, even though they're at a soundstage or at a, some mansion yeah. that's probably in I just, Budapest. Was it? supposed to be released on Disney Plus or was it supposed to be released in the cinema I because this is on what like this couldn't like this would have tanked it I cinema. remember I remember um, weeks ago when we started watching this <laughs> answering that question I feel like we started watching this before lockdown I looked it up and I don't know I don't remember wow. I don't fucking care the um, <laughs> it, it would is, have tanked the studio. this would have been the movie that bankrupted Disney like. this is, how did they produce this the, 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 the studio that's just been basically owns the, the box studio office. that makes Frozen made this. They make Frozen. They own Pixar. They have they Star make Wars. Marvel they make movies. Marvel movies. It's like, it's like how they, is this? They know the same? how to take a pre-existing property and like you know turn it into something bankable and, and like screenworthy. This took from by all accounts what I believe is a successful and decent series of books and just made me want to never ever ever go near the books I thought I might have read them I haven't it's actually a negative advertisement for those books and I'm sure the books are good they must be good they're intense they're massively popular and for everyone involved in the film like Judy Dench what were you thinking Colin Farrell what were you thinking Judy Dench is dressed up as a leprechaun with fake ears no she's a fairy and she walks around in front of a green screen delivering monologues like (laughs) honestly that's it like what is this is her Phantom Menace Yeah. this This movie kind of is the Phantom Menace but worse so bad so much worse and we're not here to say anything bad about kid actors so we're only talking about the adult actors what were you thinking yes the kids fair did play the, to the, the kids, kids like, of course you'd sign good, up for this movie they did, they did the best they could they probably think it's like oh this is going to be the next Harry Potter like yeah because it had some elements of it felt like that's what it was this reaching is not, for this is not the kids fault <laughs> this, this is not it, the it next felt Harry like, Potter it felt like yeah you're right this felt like 
Harry Potter with a sort of a men in black slant to it, you like know? They've done all this world like, building and then they don't introduce us properly to any of the world. So I had no idea what was happening at any me point. Me neither, because it blitzes through. Yeah. This 89 minutes is at and pace. Like, actually has a narrator as well, who's Josh Gad, who we know very well as Olaf the Snowman, as a parent whose child listens and watches Frozen all the time. Um it's gotten to the point actually where I don't think I could drive without listening to the Frozen soundtrack because I gonna, wouldn't know what to do. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna but say, he narrates the movie and it still makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, he's a framing device. And you've a narrator. Can we just say? Can we just say up front, right? Let's just spoilers now for Artemis Fowl. <laughs> We're not going to separate the spoiler street bit because it's just all garbage nonsense dog shit. There's nothing. I honestly couldn't spoil it if I tried because I can't remember it. It's impo- like it's impossible. But Josh Gad is it plays a dwarf. a dwarf a giant dwarf. Right, so he's just a man, um, which and I guess is a guy. The is kind of that he's not really a dwarf, but he is a dwarf. No, but he is because the dwarves apparently have the ability to eat, to dig tunnels by eating, like stretching their mouths out to a horrifying <laughs> level. Like that was something from a horror movie. I'm like, is this for kids? This is like I'm watching Josh Gad stick his hands in his own mouth and create like a, a terrifying maw, and then like. Pointing it at the dirt, and then he shits out the dirt. Like Disney like, loves Josh he, Gad. He's in Beauty and the Beast as well, you know. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the dwarf thing anymore because it makes me sad that he did that. It's <laughs> horrible. Like. We watched Josh Gad <laughs> eat dirt and shit it out his arse. Yeah. In 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 a movie in which Judy Dench plays a the queen of the fairies. fairy with an Irish. Uh, inverted commas accent I mean she can't I did not know like she's in Philomena right does she play Philomena yeah and does an extraordinary yeah. performance in Irish accent so I, al- I almost wondered if they were told to like kind of do an Irish accent but like not really yeah, do an I'm Irish sure accent. Kenneth okay, Branagh was, was cracking a whip saying not Irish enough <laughs> no, you, no you need no yeah uh, this is what happened Irish Jed, Judy Dench is about to step out because this is a line <laughs> in the movie she's about to step out into a battlefield because there's a battle <laughs> of, between like, the fairies, fairies and Artemis Fowl uh, dwarves centaurs it's like take any it's shit like, from any fantasy ever yeah, and just throw it, it at this there. blue screen and then she's she's the general or whatever and she steps out onto onto the battlefield out of her high tech spaceship and, <laughs> and says and you know and at this point Kenneth Branagh said do you know what would be great Judy if you said top of the morning because <laughs> that's what Irish people say like Allegedly. That, that must have been one of the points we turned the movie she off. She says that. How did her agent let her do yeah, that? How like, did anybody on set did that she... day say that's the that's the take? Do you know what I saw her saying on um, Graham Norton that like she can't say no to, <laughs> to, to film roles. She can't read anymore, right? So she just gets fed her lines. So I wonder if she actually, you know, if she just learns them verbatim while listening and doesn't actually like take them in. She's just repeating what someone says. So like she's like top of the morning to you but she's not actually quite realised what she's saying she's this is the only justification <laughs> she doesn't, for what she I'm was sorry, doing there's a difference between not being able to read and not understanding no, words that are coming repeat, out of your own mouth do you ever repeat something that someone says without paying attention I feel like that's what she's doing in this I movie, feel like. like she signed this contract without paying attention do you think she got think paid she like 10 million dollars they were like Judy this is a role of a lifetime think <laughs> Professor McGonagall in Harry Potter you'll get 7 <laughs> easy movies it, out of this remember all those Harry Potter auditions that you missed out on you kept waiting for the call this is it and there's so many bad things in this movie like for example like the main kid Artemis Fowl is supposed to be this amazing robber right we never see that so that's like apparently what's really fun about the books he's like this amazing thief yeah he's not a thief in he this does nothing. his dad is a, a, apparently a thief Colin Farrell never see it, that which either which we get mentioned offhand 
um, when Artemis Fowl Jr. is like <laughs> just sees a, a news report um, in which they're like famous criminal mastermind Artemis Fowl Sr. has gone missing when this movie was and on that's the cutting how he room floor. learns that his dad's a criminal mastermind I and then also but that's never mentioned again like, when what, this movie steal? was on the cutting room floor and they were like we need to edit everything out because it's so bad they were like every now and then when they'd miss loads of scenes they'd just quickly throw in news footage because it was an odd amount of <laughs> yeah, news footage so much news for a footage kids movie, right? there's like there's like the film starts with um news like footage. every news outlet in the world outside some lad's house in like Clonakilty <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, like and he's a criminal mastermind he's not very good at it if he's still the most famous person in the world the kids like okay my dad's <laughs> supposedly dead even though he blatantly isn't and I'm a criminal mastermind so now I wear a suit and then for the rest of the movie yeah, what? the kid is strutting around like he owns the place in sunglasses and a suit and then with the he, bouncer guy who's like and it's like men in black and they're trying to be all kick ass and awesome but it's like I'm sorry what who yeah. are you what is and your skill set they commit like quite a crime in this movie as well quite a cinematic crime which is like they cast this young black girl as like his friend and oh cohort God, yeah. and then they never give her any lines it's like complete it's a bizarre choice to do that I don't no, know what they're thinking not only did she not have lines she didn't have anything to do no she didn't do anything and they made it sort of this they introduced her with the uh, the most cursory thing like oh and this is my nephew or this is my niece and she is also here and then it's almost a, like she's in the books and, and they a, threw her in but then didn't do anything with, they again probably cut all she her must scenes. be a huge character in the books but guys why if you're cutting things just cut her out she didn't do anything no no Maybe, don't cut her out give her something to do yeah put her scenes back in give her something to do <laughs> there's another character who looks exactly like Artemis Fowl a young girl right like they had the same face. Oh yeah, she's the she's the main sort of fairy. So to the point where I was like, oh well, obviously, the, and she didn't know where her dad was, right? And I was like, oh my god, the plot twist is that Colin Farrell's her dad as well, and they look really like their siblings. Nah, that <laughs> nah. wasn't it. Like, I was reaching for I mean, a. They're plot. probably gonna, that's going to be a love interest. Honestly, down I, couldn't, the line, I right? couldn't tell you what the plot was. I know what was happening. I genuinely <laughs> have no idea. Like we kept pausing and going. Hey, gonna, okay. What's the like? What's the MacGuffin here? Like he was trying to find his dad. I get that. The MacGuffin was a thing called the uh, the Anubis or something. It began with A or the Ambulon and the thing. And then then that basically was able to do stuff. <laughs> and it was supposed to be in Fairyland, but it got taken by the. Humans. By your one's dad And, and Colin Farrell To, to Colin protect Farrell. it And then But then the bad guy Who we don't know anything about Is trying to get it Oh god there was a bad guy there I think was it was a, bad... a woman And she was like hooded And the whole movie Every time yeah. she's like Artemis Fowl And then And we never found out Who she was So, so I, I guess So I thought she was your one's be... mom And that her and Colin Farrell Had been together I mean, you just, we just sat, you just sat there at intervals, coming up with more interesting versions of the story we were watching. So yeah, you can't even ha- you can't have a baddie in a film like this, and then like it never come to fruition. There was another plot where she, the crazy baddie, like had some minion who was in prison, and she got him let out oh, under yeah. the uh, under the pretense that he'd like undercover in Judy Dench's <laughs> army and like do and something. And she says, and she says the, and she says the line. You will infiltrate yes. fairy command on my behalf. And then he and I'm does, like, did someone just nothing. say that? Remember what, halfway through the movie, or three quarters way through the movie, I said to Dave, wait, where's the infiltrator guy? Like, yeah, that supposed, guy, that, yeah, there's no coherency to this. He was supposed this. to do something, right? He was supposed to stab someone in the back. And then there's this centaur that just like runs around telling everyone what to do. Um, and then they do these things where they like freeze time, but like the fairies can get around and like maneuver things. 
So again, there's so many things in there that could have been good, but there was like a hundred things in there, so it was not good. It's like they could have they they crammed so much in that they didn't even have room for this little girl's plot, and she just ends up delivering Artemis Fowl a sandwich. That's literally and that's all her she does. highlight. Like that's and shocking. Meanwhile, like. we've got like the the only lines. There are no like meaningful dialogue uttered in this whole movie. It's all exposition because there's ninety minutes to explain to you I always say that movies are too long this movie is Uh, so too short it's too short yeah what were they thinking like put more movie in and don't have don't have 90 minutes of fast paced exposition like like this and and, and the worst kind of exposition because it's characters explaining to each other things they already know need I remind you but Beechwood Dumpy Dunk is a traitor and has stolen the ambulance (laughs) I'm glad you wrote this down and and lest you forget that's the most important artefact in our civilization (laughs) I didn't even like thanks Judy Den cut to me filing my nails (laughs) yeah I know I hadn't forgotten about the most important artefact in our civilization thank you Judy Dench for that one yeah, well, there's nothing left to say, is there? Don't under any circumstances watch Artemis Fowl. Don't let the, your children watch don't, Artemis Fowl. Cancel your subscription to Disney Plus. No, I'm joking. Keep your <laughs> Disney Plus subscription. There was um, there was another line in which um, they, which they probably thought was hilarious. In which um, Judy Dent almost drops an f bomb. Do you remember this? And she no. went, "Get the f- four-leaf clover out Are of you here." Joking? Did you? I wrote that down. I forgot that. She said, "I actually blanked this movie." Like that was I couldn't believe That that was written down And then On paper Read by hundreds of people And then Judy Dench <laughs> Had to say it <laughs> I mean And just so many Like, like and the, Oh this This was another line Which I wrote down Look at us Grunting at each other Like a pair of hippos With a throat infection Oh god I do remember that one What's that even Jesus mean? Jesus Christ Do you know what Like Disney Plus Right They brought out The Lady and the Tramp Which we quite enjoyed They brought out The Mandalorian Which Dave quite enjoyed But like There's nothing it? to recommend On there I get You've got the whole it, No it's got the Disney library Simpsons back catalogue Look they've just brought out Frozen 2 We've watched it a hundred times Since it came out It's worth the price alone Yeah like if you've got kids There's rewatch factor here Yeah like, And uh, there's like Dave you're rewatching A lot of the old Simpsons like there's some good library stuff, but do not join Disney Plus on the expectation that you'll get good new stuff. No, because you won't. Like if this is if this is actually their what they're bringing out on it. No, I actually recommended to my sister Danny that she cancel her subscription and just <laughs> jump on ours because it's a waste. It's a waste of her money. Yeah, it actually is. It doesn't have one account. Our and whole family, by the way, is on our Disney Plus subscription. It's we're hilarious. Not, we're not getting that. We're not getting that Disney sponsorship. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame because they've been banging at our door to the podcast. They said if you give We're our losing the money. a rave review, we'll give you one million dollars. And we said our our integrity is worth oh, more than that. I just I kind of just feel bad for, feel bad for everyone involved, involved, particularly the kids, because the kids are grand and like they probably like in another movie would have ended up in a decent franchise, and they're just in this career sinking thing now. No, and they would have been so excited. You know, and like it's, Look, to I be just fair to them, them, they probably are excited, and like they might think it's good to reiterate what I said at the beginning I don't think any children should be exposed to Artemis Fowl <laughs> I think it should be I think it should have a warning a parental guidance warning on it uh, yeah like Oscar's profile on Disney Plus has nothing above universal rating on it and it also like Artemis Fowl probably wouldn't show up on his thing anyway because it must be 12s right like there's violence in it and stuff. Well, there's a lot of cussing, like four-leaf clovers yeah, get mentioned. You I mean, know. the language is shocking, to be yeah. honest. Like for many reasons. But yeah, I think we're done. I, I don't know <laughs> if we've ever actually 
not recommended a movie as much yeah. as we did this. No, we're, we're done. So, like, I'm done with movies. We're so hard. I think this is the last movie I can ever watch. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm done with lockdown if this is the shit we have to talk about on this podcast. Like, are you joking it's me? Really bad. This is what we've resorted to. Taking us a month to watch Artemis Fowl and we're telling you guys not to watch it. That's dedication. <laughs> Don't watch this That's movie. That's dedication. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. If you... Um, if, if you enjoyed Artemis Fowl, unsubscribe from the cinema. I don't know. No, I'm joking. Tell us know. if you enjoyed it. I don't know how to segue into this Patreon plug, so I'm just going to say <laughs> we have a Patreon. Um, if Where you... we don't watch bad movies. No, we watch movies that you choose yeah. um, and that are hopefully <laughs> Not are, movies that we don't good. sit around going, oh God, is there anything new out this week? <laughs> <laughs> so you get. So if you want... Um, if you want us to watch a particular movie um, or um, you get to choose via voting and polling uh, over on uh, the cinema no the patreon.com <laughs> forward slash the cinemile um, and if you um, subscribe to that at the rate of two or three dollars a month uh, like the wonderful Charlotte did uh, thank you Charlotte, Thanks, Charlotte. Uh, and Peter Wicks Thanks, thank you Peter, Peter. Um, to Anna Nixon thank you, thank you. Uh, Eamon Clark thank you Eamon thank you Darren Hinchy and Derek Carney thank you Thanks, uh, to all of our new subscribers uh, we, we massively uh, appreciate it um, at and the moment we're pretty much having more fun on Patreon than we are on the cinema purely because we can't run out of old movies to watch yeah like TV the go- all the good material is in the past <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the present is filled with Artemis Fowl <laughs> the uh, present is awesome honestly we were in the car yesterday listening to the Frozen 2 soundtrack uh, and big shout we, outs for the Frozen 2 soundtrack we ended up basically doing a whole review of the Frozen 2 movie just in the car and afterwards I was like we should have recorded that even though we've reviewed Frozen 2 we just talk, we analyzed like we were obsessed with Frozen Two. Like, oh, like you can only watch a movie that many times, and like it's a good movie. And and one of the things for anyone who cares, and I'm sure nobody cares, when I reviewed Frozen Two last year, I went to see it with Rosemary McCabe. Dave didn't come. Um, I said that Lost in the Woods wasn't a very good song. Oh, I take that back. It's the best. Song. It's the best song. Lost in the Woods is the best Lost song. Lost in the Woods is the awesome. best song. Uh, uh, on a on a sort of um on a soundtrack of of bangers as yeah, well it's, so that's like it's creme de la creme um, so what's my favourite line from it <laughs> until now no, I thought it was a question of how I never thought it was a question, question of, of weather. weather there we go we've got the Disney sponsorship back we love Disney we love Frozen 2 <laughs> everyone watch Frozen 2 so funny because Frozen 2 was out like for rental earlier on in the year and we had heard a rumour that it was coming out on Disney Plus in July so we didn't buy it but we did concede and we rented it for 48 hours for Oscar and he managed to watch it in astonishing four times in 48 hours <laughs> yeah. that's good parenting <laughs> and then he kept asking for the new Frozen uh, which is what he calls Frozen 2 and we were like oh sorry it's gone yeah because it's gone. not available on Disney Plus yet <laughs> and we're too cheap to buy it <laughs> uh, so and, then yeah. he, and then he got so disappointed every time and he kept yeah, but now, but honestly he learned to wait for good movies much like we have to do now Yeah. oh nice yeah. and we're back to Tenet yeah um, okay well um, thank you for listening do, um, do head over to our Patreon if you, uh, if you want more um, <laughs> of our bonus podcast feed we've got something like a Hundred extra episodes there, or something, or I don't 50, think it's quite hundred, but it's a plus. lot. There's yeah. loads. Also, if you know of any like upcoming movies that are being released on streaming services that are new, will you tell us about them <laughs> so we can watch? Yeah, them? we need help, but not on Disney Plus, okay? Um, 
Okay, so, yeah, thanks. And if you do want to, if you did watch Artemis Fowl and just need to talk about it yeah, um, and want to just unload. if you, uh, The worst thing that could happen is that your kids would watch Artemis Fowl, like it. Oh, no. And then keep watching it the way kids do. That is awful. Yeah, that would be really sad. If, or if, if that has happened to anyone, <laughs> just let us know because we think you, we, you, you could really do with yeah. a chat around this. We're here for We're you. Here. Uh, we're, we're at here to the Cinemile on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and the Cinemile at gmail.com yes we like we like emails we, yeah. we write back and we need to go bye. bye oh wait what clip are we going to play at the end please let's find one of the Judy Dench clips if we can uh, people I'll need see, to hear I'll it I'll see what's, uh, what's publicly available if not I'll just put on some put on, Irish if, music if, if not what, put on Lost in the Woods because we've just done a review of it Oh, f- awesome! Yeah, yeah, let's just let's just do that. We'll Here we go. Here's here's um Jonathan Groff. Jonathan Groff playing Krista. One of our favorite actors, by the way. Uh, Jonathan Groff singing "Lost in the Woods." Here we are. When did I become the one who's always chasing your heart? Now I turn around and find I am lost in the woods. North is south, right is left. When you're